if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host Sylvia and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, I hope you're doing good today. As I record this podcast, it is the 1st of March in 2021, a beautiful sunny spring day here in Ireland. Now, this is my last in a series of episodes presenting to you the most important musical periods that I think any student should know about. The information I have given you starting in episode 15, and this is episode 18, is a very super short crash course on the different musical periods, why they're important, the most important characters in those periods, and like why a student should know about them. Because when you see the styles of music that are happening in our world today, you realize that when you look back in history, a lot of those styles are reflected in the creations of today. Now, just to give you a quick summary, the Baroque period lasted from 1600 to 1750. The classical period lasted from 1750 to about 1800, 1810. The Romantic period went from that same period, 1810, 1800, 1810, approximately up to about 1900. And then this amazing short period of musical development happened called the Impressionist period from about 1900 to about 1920. There were two amazing composers that I really love listening to sometimes. They're very, their music is so dreamlike quality. It's got such a romantic artisan quality to it. Um, the composers are called Claude Debussy and Maurice Ravel. I'll tell you more about them a little later on. So first question, what is Impressionism? Now, the easiest way for me to actually explain this is to take your mind away from music and think about art for a moment. There were two famous painters in France. One was called Monet, M-O-N-E-T, and the other one was called Manet, M-A-N-E-T. They created a style of art which is a complete departure away from romantic artwork. In romantic artwork, when you look at paintings of ladies and gentlemen in portraits, you would clearly see distinguished lines, clear colours. One glance at a painting, you'd understand what the subject of that painting was. However, Impressionism lost interest in all those defined and distinguished, defined lines and distinguished colours. Instead, the artist got blobs of colour and merged them together 
and therefore you would have to stand back at a distance from the painting or the canvas to really truly understand what the subject of the painting was. Now, so if you go into Google, you just type in uh, Claude Monet paintings, you will see some of his work. One of his most famous paintings was a painting done of his garden in Giverny near Paris. Forgive my French pronunciation, by the way. It's so what artists did in painting terms, musicians and composers tried to reflect in their work. Claude Debussy wrote a lot of piano music and what had happened the piano during the Romantic period was the mechanism of the piano was greatly improved. Remember the piano was born back in the classical period. It was very, for the want of a better term, it was very tinny sounding. It didn't have a deep sound. The pedals weren't refined. Whereas in the Romantic period when Franz Liszt came along and he was the first uh, character that would take concerts all to himself playing the piano, um, he was kind of the originator of piano recitals, if you will. Um, his style really uh, put the piano to new heights. People started to love the instrument and saw what it could do independently and separate from an orchestra. You, for a first time, could have one musician playing a complete piece, full sounding, wonderful sounding on one instrument, rather than playing a violin needing accompaniment from another instrument to really fill out the sound in contrast. So all those developments had taken place prior to the Impressionism period. And Debussy came along and he really loved using the damper pedal on the, on the piano, which created this sustained sound. And you'll hear it very evidently in a piece called Claire de la Lune. Um, he developed the, whole, the use of the whole tone scale. He also used a scale called the pentatonic scale. Now, I'm not going to go into what it is because it's a deep theoretical uh, understanding, which you'd have to, I would have to spend longer to go into depth with. Debussy um, used fragments of melody. Now, remember back in the classical period, even in, in the Romantic period, you might have had long melodies, um, all neatly connected in, in very um, good harmonies, good strong harm, harmony structure. However, Debussy didn't do that because of the scales that he decided to use. He accompanied that with fragments of melody. He decided that the harmony and texture was just as important as the melody, like the melody didn't have the most important aspect to the piece of music. Rhythm uh, became very flexible. So in what happened in the Romantic period with all the stops, the starts, the speed ups, the slows, the slowing down of, of, of rhythms, um, they really developed that uh, further. And in some cases, uh, Debussy used what they describe as a polyrhythm structure, which is two conflicting rhythms played together at the same time. Um, they developed new harmonies, often described as novel harmony, meaning that what had happened in the classical and romantic periods were, you know, simple key signatures with, uh, you know, easy to understand harmonies and so on. Now Debussy was using these new harmonies with, with um, odd notes included in some harmony structures. Also, um, there was novel orchestration, which means that there was unusual combinations of instruments put together to create a certain sound or texture. Now, I hope you're getting a, an idea of why 
jazz might have been created or even pop music would have been created. You can see that the seeds have been sown here in Impressionism to really uh, pull ideas together that eventually led to what we understand to be music in our day. Now, one of I think that one of the best pieces to listen to to get an idea of Impressionism is Debussy's Claire de la Lune, for one, and Maurice Ravel's piece called Pavan for a Departed Infant. And he also, Ravel also wrote a piece called Bolero, which uh, is a piece for the orchestra. And that is a very unique piece of music as well. It will just give you a picture of what Impressionism was like. Now, Impressionism was a short period because after that you had the World Wars, which affected musical development. Then after the wars, you know, the Great Depression in America. And then, and then following that, you had the 60s flower power, which led to the Beatles era. And then following that, you had all the developments of technology, which affected how pop music came into being. And technology has revolutionized what we understand music to be nowadays. So if you go over to my blog at blog.musicsecretsexposed.com and you look for episode 18, I will include some videos for you to listen to that will give you a clear understanding of what Impressionism sounds like in musical terms. And definitely have a look at Monet and Manet's paintings on Google. They are just beautiful paintings. If you are a romantic at heart, I think you will love Impressionism. It's just, it's, it's a very different sound from what you would understand classical abrupt music to be. And you can see that um, from the wide ranging melodies that started to come forth in romantic period of music, well, Impressionism just completely develops that 10 steps further. Have a great day and enjoy the music. Many have come up to me and asked, Sylvia, let me ask you a question. I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure, what can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.